Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Public Affair. I am so excited to be having this next guest on the show. I had to make his ass wait, because I need to test their patience. I need to, I'm going to make these men wait. I don't care, all right? If you want to be on The Public Affair, you're going to wait, just like you had me waiting to come to my house when I hit you up on Grindr. <laughs> no, listen, you guys, thank you so much for all the love and support that you guys continue to show the show. I truly appreciate it. To Rogue Media Network and everybody producing this episode, thank you guys again so much. I really appreciate it. Now, the, um, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He is the number one sales agent in his office, remaining number the number one sales agent in his office. That's right. He's going to be buy a home or sell your property. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen for all your real estate needs. Listen, it is never too late to start looking into a brand new home. He's going to help you um, figure everything out step by step and make sure you're involved in every step of the process. To David Santabanez, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Anika Armstrong with Armstrong's Bayou Cafe, serving the most authentic Cajun cuisine with a wide selection of signature, signature crab cakes pasta seafood and more now listen there's not a pasta there that i don't like getting it's absolutely delicious every single thing if you like baked potatoes oh she's got amazing seafood baked hmm. potatoes that are just to die for it's like that that thing that you just eat yeah and you yeah. want more i don't know what she's putting in there but oh, it's delicious <laughs> isn't it? she's got she's got locations at union hall and union grove location is coming soon follow on facebook at armstrong's bayou cafe corporation anika thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of the public affair of course the blue star rv services with manny guerrero mobile rv tech who can fix all RVs. That's why I'm talking about travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and so much more. Even food trucks. Because, you know, y'all be having them food trucks and they be breaking down, right? No AC, no nothing. He deals with the warranty company, so you don't have to deal with it. Okay, listen. Him and his team, they're reliable. They're 100%. They're going to be right there. Follow on Facebook. Call the number on the screen. Manny Guerrero, Blue Star RV Services. And he might be a future guest on the show. We'll see. I, I'm excited, right? Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, I can't go on without thanking SoCo Soccer Academy. With Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located at 3304 Franklin Avenue. That's why they're offering team, small group, and individual skills training. They also have elite skills training to make your kids star athletes and they train with pros like George DeLeon. Make sure you guys follow on Facebook at Soko Soccer Academy. The Public Affair also remains a very, very proud sponsor of the Soko Soccer Team's coach by my good friend, Coach Mauro Maldonado. Keep doing your thing, bro. So proud of you. He actually just won an award yesterday. He did. He did. Yes, yes, the Waco Apartment Award, him and amongst other people. So congratulations to you um, and to Soko Soccer Academy. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. All right, guys, like I said, I've been making this guy wait, right? I've been making him wait. Listen, I, I always wanted to, I wanted to have you on the show. Did you? Yeah, no, I swear to God, you, I did. You I did, did make me wait. I did make you wait because <laughs> I have to feel like when the time is right, you know how many people waited like years? You know what I mean? I, I can imagine. I, 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 I can I, imagine. I, you know, like, I, I just I don't like to rush things. You know what I mean? Like, I, I knew I wanted Jay Snyder on the show, but I just needed to sit on Jay Snyder. And now my next guest on The Public Affair is Jay Snyder, up and coming right. music artist. Um, he mentioned alternative hip hop, which I, I was going to say, you're not really a rapper to me. I never looked at you as a rapper. Right. Yeah, right, but, right. but the music is, and we'll get to the music in a sec, but you know, I always liked your music because it did sound different you yeah. know what i mean it was very unique I've had, I've had lots of rappers on the show lots of singers right and, you know like i, I while everything kind of sounds unison i felt like yours was a little bit more you know well i appreciate that yeah I, for sure I, I appreciate that i definitely take pride in the fact that i, I feel that way too yeah I, I feel like the music is a lot different than everything else that yeah. you're hearing around here right well now. and we met on social media maybe well how long ago has it been since we met 
When did you first slide in my DMs to come on the show? Oh, oh. Yeah. For the show? For the show, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> For the show, for oh. the show, yes. Uh, I don't, it's always hard to tell because I think it was about a year and a half ago. Okay, because I get one music artist on the show and then all the rappers are in my DM. Right. And if I charged everybody to be on the show, I would be rich. I wouldn't have to work another day in you, my life. You, you wouldn't, but can, no. can you blame them? No, I, I mean, I, I think it's an honor that they want to pay me for an interview, right? I think right. it says a lot about my <laughs> skills as an interviewer. But I don't know. Like, I just felt like if I charged you $300 and put $300 in my pocket just for the interview and let's say you suck, right? Right. It's not right. worth it to me. Like, that's not worth it to me. I can blow through that $300 as soon as the interview is over. Then I put Agreed. out an episode that the, cr the content's crap. I get Do you that. see what I'm saying? I get that. Yeah. Well, it's quality over quantity. Absolutely. And that's how I feel about it. You know, and congratulations to you. You were one of the speakers at yesterday's Waco Empowerment Conference. Shout Thank out to you. Vera Castillo, uh, who put on that event. And, you know, I thought it was really cool that you were on the panel. That You were there the first year, but you weren't a speaker the no. first co-ed one. No, I, w yeah. I was just a vendor. I, right. I'd, I'd been invited to the first one by Vera to right. come and and just kind of set up and tell people that were in the crowd kind of about yeah. what I do. But uh, I, it didn't come with any kind of a, uh, like, stage time. Sure, either, sure. So. I got you. Yeah, but we still squeezed you in, and then you were a great speaker. Shout out to you. Shout out to B. Thank Renee. You. B. Renee was there. She was a guest on the she show. She was great. Kelvin Robinson, he was there, too. Shout yep. out to him. Yes. And then, you know, I really do want to give a shout out to the, the way they gave out Waco Empowerment Award. Uh, awards yesterday right, right. Uh, and so you know big tiffany vidania who's on the show she was one of the recipients so big gotcha. shout out to her because you know she really does a lot of great things in south waco and uh, you know i really felt like she was like the the the, the cornerstone yeah you know yeah i i remembered um uh your your friend that you had brought on uh -huh. um i remembered him whenever he came up and he got that award i actually stopped him on the way are oh, you talking about Maro maldonado Maro. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i stopped him <laughs> and i was like hey I was, didn't you speak last year and he yeah. was like yeah yeah i was there i was like dude i remember you man you were great oh, so, that's so I, great. I was actually really I, I was i was proud to like see him again and yeah. i thought it was really cool that he won yeah the award. i was really happy when they elected him to win that award too yeah. like I, it really meant a lot because I, I i really see him you know he really is empowering yeah i feel absolutely. like everybody that won that award yesterday really represented agreed what empowerment was so shout out to, to Tiffany Vidania, uh, Maro Maldonado. Shout out to um, KC Charms. Um, hopefully they'll be on this show soon. You know, we'll, we'll see. KC Charms story yeah. is actually pretty cool. I know, but uh, don't tell me. Shut up. I want to do it on the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know this story. I don't know the whole story. But yeah, I, 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 fun fact, I, I did invite them on the show. Gotcha. I invited okay. them on the show yesterday. So I don't know when it's coming out. But yes, yeah. But One day. I, I felt like all of them were, were amazing recipients. So big shout out to all of them, honestly. So, so they might be here in like a year and a half. No, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Don't do me. Listen, anyway. So listen, um, today's episode is all about Jay Snyder. Like I said, you are a music artist. I've been following you on social media. I've been following your music. I do like your music. I have some of the songs. Rehab was a song that, that yeah, stuck out to yeah, me absolutely. When, it, when it came out. And, you know, I, I liked the song Rehab because I am somebody that was involved. Um, I knew somebody who... Uh, um, was involved with substance abuse. Absolutely. Yeah, and so it's a hard thing. I, I've never done drugs or anything like gotcha. that, but it's hard to see somebody be addicted to that. It's it hard to see somebody it, go it through is. that. And, and so that's why I really like, I, I gravitated towards your music. But before we get into that, can you talk to us a little bit about, a little bit about your life growing up and you know how you where you're from and all that? Well, so I was I was born and raised here in Waco, Texas. Yeah. Um, you know, went to went to Midway for a little bit, and mm -hmm. then hit the outskirts out in McGregor. Um, was always into a lot of sports and things like yeah. that. Uh, music was always a passion, though. Like I remember even being little. You know, my mom used to have to turn up the radio in the car because I'd be in the back screaming. Yeah, yeah. You know, tone deaf as hell, but I was screaming <laughs> the hell out of music for sure. And um, but overall, I I didn't have a a bad childhood. I oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't have a rough childhood. Sure. Um, I I found out 
kind of news that was very shocking to me is I got into my teenage years mm-hmm. about my childhood, like uh, when it comes to paternity of my father and, yeah. and things like that, uh, and how I actually got the Snyder last name. Oh, okay. But um, wait, well, so what was going on there? He wasn't your real dad. No. So oh. uh, biologically, I, I'm I'm not actually a part of the Snyder family. Oh. But I was adopted before I was born into the Snyder family. Oh, okay, gotcha. So uh, uh, my father and, and and shout out Lee, love you, Dad. Um, What's up, Lee? <laughs> um, I was just saying hi. Yeah, yeah. I, I can say hi. <laughs> you, you, you can text him back, Dad. It's yeah, all right. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but no, so I, I found out as I got older that uh, uh, he he met my mother when she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and you know, love conquers all things. For and, sure, for and, sure. And he never he never turned his his head on me. He, okay. He never oh, brought so he, it to he light. He just raised you. Yeah, yeah. He, Have you ever met your biological dad? I did one time. Oh. One time. What was um, that like? Ooh, that's a bad story. Yeah, what, that, we got, like, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, so, do you want to talk about no, it? No, no, absolutely. Yeah, sure, um, okay. So, uh, again, I, I was about 15, right. almost 16, when I found out about my, my father's situation. Sure. And at that time, you know, you're, you're getting your permit hours and trying to get your license okay. and stuff. Well, my biological father, he was out in Florida. And so I got like the majority of my drive time hours for my license yeah. by driving with my mother to Florida. Oh. Um, was extremely excited about it. We booked a month out to like go out there, me to get to know him mm-hmm. and catch up. And unfortunately, I saw him the first night I was there. Like right as I showed up, yeah. he, he came in and he met my mother and I for dinner. Um, his intentions were not to really get to know me as much as it was to try to rekindle with my mother. Oh, I and, see. And uh, when that got shut down. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him the rest of the month. So, so it was just, yeah. oh, okay, so he had his own ulterior motives. Yeah, absolutely. You never tried to reach out? Did you, do you want to reach out and kind of talk about it? Or how do you feel about that? There's There was a point in my life mm-hmm. where I felt like reaching out. I, sure. I wanted to get to know him. I wanted to get to know, like, my background or what right. was going on with the family. But as I got older, um, you know, life taught me a lot of lessons about mm-hmm. blood not making family. That's right. And I got to a point to where I, I had so much loyalty and dedication to the people that were there for yeah. me that it just seemed, I, I don't know, redundant. I, I guess, got you. To reach out and, and say, hey, you know, what's your life like? Yeah, like, yeah. Honestly, I, I don't care, you know, yeah. and, and, and I'm, a, I'm a father myself. And okay. So if. I want to know what's going on in my kids' lives. Right. So I'm going to actively go and try to figure out what's going on in my kids' yeah, life. Yeah, totally. I'm not going to wait Until 15, 16 you. years I see. plus. And, and if you can do that, right. I, I, I don't know that I can have the respect for you. I got you. So and, you don't so you even want to have a conversation. You're over it. Yeah. You're over, over, it. Did over it. it. Did it affect you at all, though? The... When like I the f- neglect? And w- when, when I found out yeah. about the situation, mm-hmm. it affected me because at that time, I was getting really close to the Snyder family. Right. Um, and, and at the time, my parents had actually gotten divorced uh, mm-hmm. when I was nine. And uh, This is your, your Lee Snyder, Snyder and your mother. And mom, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to, like, and keep it together. It's okay. a lot. It, there's <laughs> yeah, a lot in there. There's a lot going on here, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so they divorced when I was nine. So gotcha. it, it, at about 15, uh-huh. uh, I was spending a lot, of, a lot of extra time. So it wasn't just, like, every Wednesday and every other weekend. Sure. It was, like, every Tuesday, Thursday, and every weekend. Like, I'm trying oh, to be okay. over there all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got just kind of thrown on me that, well, the situation isn't what you think it is. Yeah. And... I didn't know how to handle the situation. Was I supposed to be mad at the people who told me about it? Right. Were they trying to do it maliciously? Sure. Uh, you know, does that change the way that I feel about the Snyder family? Yeah. Like, so I, I had a couple years where I kind of battled, like, what was the right and wrong way to handle all totally. that. yeah. But, a- again, with time and, and consistency, you know, you find out who's really there for yeah, you. Yeah, I and, got you. And that made the difference. And okay. So there's not... 
there's not really any baggage that I hold from mm-hmm. from that part of my life yeah. other than the fact that I do know the example of a father I don't want to be. Yeah. And I know the type of father that I do want to be. I love that. You know, and I saying? love that about you guys and you and you dads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I again, I had um, my I my best friend went through something similar, and right. he he talks about you know that you know same thing and how yeah. he wants to you know portray being a better father and stuff like that. And I always felt like it's hard because if you guys didn't really have your fathers in your life, how do you become good fathers? Right. You know what I mean? What, what, like it, what tools do you have? What, you know? and, and that. Uh, I, that's a good question, and I think yeah. that the answer, I think we kind of heard a little bit about it yesterday, although mm-hmm. it wasn't on a father figure topic, but yeah. it's, you know, kind of going back into that that internal arsenal and figuring out, okay, what can I learn from this situation? Sure. Even though maybe it's not all my fault or yeah. I, I wasn't the reason it all happened, but what can I take from it? Oh, so even the absence of a father, gotcha. I think that there's a lesson to be able to take there, which yeah. is... How did it affect you not having him? Most definitely, you know, I got you. So. Okay, so then you don't want your kids to feel the same way, absolutely, the neglect and stuff like that. Absolutely. Now, now you know what? Yesterday at the um, the conference, I did hear your speech, which I thought was really great. You, you know what I mean? I can see you getting emotional up there, and you were trying to keep it together, right? Trying. And so, trying. Yeah. So you know, something that you brought up is that you know you you went some time without your kids, though. I I have. Yeah. Um, so I I have two children. My children are eight and seven. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown. Sure. So my family that I built with them was together until four and three. Okay. Um, after that, they were with me for about two years solid. Um, I love that time. I, yeah. You know, I got to see them every single day. Totally, and, and totally. take care of daycare and, and all kinds okay. of stuff. Um, their mother and I decided to try to work some things out yeah. after a couple of years of separation. Uh, and we ended up moving across the country to California because oh. she, she was in the military. Oh, okay, gotcha. So we move out there, and uh, I, I found myself making some boneheaded mistakes and, and went to jail. And, I was going to say, yeah. And uh, When you said boneheaded mistakes, like, like what were you doing? Um, so obviously I'm a very emotional person. I make sure. emotional music. Sure. Um, I've not always been the best at containing that emotion or okay. handling it the right way. Oh, so um, you're fighting. Yeah. You were fighting. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, got gotcha. you, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not, not proud of those moments i'm not proud of sure. that but again just like anything else there's lessons to take away from i that. got you um so the experience definitely made me stronger it made me understand myself yeah, more totally um but definitely don't condone the behavior you, by you, and you know what and, and i like that you bring that up too though because a lot of the music and, and why i say that it sticks out to me is because it is and correct me if i'm wrong revolves a lot around substance abuse or or it alcoholism it, and, it you does. know like the song rehab yeah so is substance abuse and alcohol stuff like that is that something that you experience it, it is it, it's okay um you know to be honest it's still something that i struggle with oh is that uh, right not okay. not the substance abuse stuff okay i've, I've actually gotten a really good grasp on that um mm-hmm. I'm I'm really proud of myself. I've been clean for about two and a half years. Good for now. you. Congrats. So, uh, yeah. uh, substance abuse wise, and and addicts will tell me that alcohol is a substance as well. Right, and right. I do agree with that. Um, right. But I do have a problem still with like coping with my own emotions sometimes. Okay, okay. And sometimes I will drink it away. You is that right? Yeah, it is. Okay. And, and that's that's still something I struggle with, but. Um, I like that you're open about that though, and and so it makes me uh, it bears the question though. So when your when your music is revolving around you know battling it or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Do you think that to the listener it might be somewhat hypocritical? Or it, it it definitely could be, yeah. and so I think that that's why I try to like, especially when I have the time to talk to people. Sure, I don't go, hey, I'm up here and y'all need to get up here. Yeah, 
my music is is really there just to say, look, I'm gone through the same things y'all are going through, mm-hmm. and I'm still struggling with it, which makes me just like everybody else. Yeah, definitely. And so it's it's never from a place of I'm sitting on my throne looking down, telling everybody yeah. else how to live their life. Yeah. Uh, but it could be for those people who don't know me, they could be like, didn't he make a song about yeah. dealing with all this? And, and then it, I just saw him trash last week. Well, you know, and or, it's or true. Whatever, well, so. Because let, let me tell you something, and I'll be I'll keep it official with you. Like I I've had guests on this show like talk about their their continuous battle with substance abuse right. or alcoholism for right. that matter and th- you know they'll come tell their stories and i will say not once did they ever say oh but i'm clean and i'm holier than now they said i still have an issue and i Absolutely. want everybody to know Absolutely. so then the episode comes out and they're like hey we saw so-and-so at the bar getting trashed and he was just on your show um you know saying how he doesn't drink anymore and i was like well go watch the fucking episode again right because that's right. not what he said you Absolutely. know <laughs> you know what i mean Absolutely. And so yeah well and, and and i think i think that's what makes us human you right. know we we can understand that cer- certain coping habits are not healthy for, for us sure. but until we find positive ways to cope right when things really get tough sometimes it's hard not to revert sure. back and i think the mind of an addict understands that as well so it's yes you know, it, it's like, man, what am I supposed to do? I feel like the weight of the world is crashing down yeah. on me, and, and, and how do I rid this feeling? Sure, sure. And so, but, like, you know, the substance abuse, uh, how bad were the substances? Can we talk about that? Um, So my primary substance was marijuana. I, yeah. I smoked a lot of weed uh, for a long time. Um, I found myself in a CPS case right before I got my kids for those two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, during the CPS case, I had ventured out into uh, – some harder drugs. So, yeah. So, you know, cocaine. Sure. Uh, I dabbled with meth for about a mm. month or two. Got you. Um, really and truthfully, the thing, yeah. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, gosh. Um, the, the thing that, that actually steered me away from going down that path mm. was about a month or two into all of it. I woke up one day and I looked in the mirror and I could see my cheekbones. Oh, my, wow. My, okay. My teeth felt brittle. That's you know, right. and, okay. and I looked at myself and I was like, man, I have children. Yeah, I, yeah. I do not want my kids to grow up and look at me and be like, oh, dad's a fiend. Your dad's mm. a, you know, look at how rugged or rough dad sure, looks because sure. he's been doing all this. So my kids are actually the only reason that I I feel that I had the power to fully step away from hard drugs. Okay. Now, that didn't, at that time, it didn't eliminate smoking weed. Mm. I was still using that to numb it away because yeah, yeah. I would get so blowed, I'd be stupid and, yeah. and had no emotions. Sure, I, I didn't sure, care about sure. anything. Um, but... And again, for for people who struggle with addiction or struggle finding positive coping habits, mm-hmm. you realize really quick that all that time you spend getting high or trying to like numb it away, you still have to deal with all that stuff. No, with the after effects. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and, and the minute you get clean, you realize that you didn't fix anything the mm-hmm. whole time. And mm-hmm. so now, if you thought the weight was heavy in the beginning before you started smoking it away, right, right. try to deal with it now that it's all snowballed together. Uh. And now you have 20 different problems to handle at one point. Got you, got you. Um, Are you an alcoholic? I'm not an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Um, I've I've never really drawn to alcohol like that. Like um, when I was 18 to 20, I was a bartender. I used to get free liquor behind the bar. So I never really got behind going and paying for alcohol oh, like, yeah. I, I didn't like that hello yeah when i was 20 same thing <laughs> but um you know if, if i go out with my guy friends or, sure. or whoever on a friday or saturday night well i have a couple drinks while i'm out i will but, but so but that's what i'm saying though so like uh, you know you mentioned that you like to have some drinks okay cool but i know that so in the experience that i had um the the alcohol is what triggered the drugs do you know what i mean gotcha. not, not for yeah. me but for yeah. the person that i knew I and that. and so um you know, for you, is that the same case with you, though? Do you think that sometimes when you're drinking that it might – there's some triggers there, you know what I mean? 
I I honestly think that I've gotten a handle on the actual like drug substances yeah. part of things because like a lot of my friends still smoke. Yeah, and we'll go and have a few drinks, and they're going out to the car to do whatever. Yeah, and, sure, and they'll sure. they'll look at me because we've been drinking a little, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. now do you want to come?" And I'm like, "No, nah, you know I don't smoke." What is that called? Yeah. What did you say? They you want what? You want to come smoke? Oh, come! Or, or oh, whatever. I thought I thought you said something else. Yeah. I was, I was, sorry. Okay. No, so <laughs> no, but like smoking weed, like that's probably not as bad as like going and snorting coke. I mean, it's it's definitely not. Yeah. Um, but. I am a firm believer that once you kind of open the door up to doing one, right. you're a little more vulnerable to do. Well, there's more. smoking weed and then there's being a pothead. Believe right. me, I know the difference. I've right. Seen. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know. I, I don't yeah. have I don't have the uh, discipline. Okay. So if I'm going to say yes to smoking one blunt tonight, yeah. Before you know it, I don't spent the whole month smoking every single night. Oh, I see. So I I I will so snowball know. it quick. Okay, so you know that if I just have one, it's one is just not enough. Right, right. And then that might lead into other things. Absolutely, and I'm gonna keep yeah. chasing it. So when you stop your drugs, though, I mean, was that cold turkey or, or what? Did, what was that? Because some people. So I, I watched. You know what I watched? It was the Demi Lovato documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, yeah, yeah she that. she talked a lot about you know her abuse, and then she said that you know she's moderating it down. Yeah. We're like, oh, I'm only doing this and this now. But I, I because I, I've seen it, you know, alcohol is a really big trigger for, for drug addicts. You know what I mean? And so do you believe in moderation to quit or like what was your thing? I think that if you don't have anybody pressing you, yeah. like like you have to stop right now, right. that moderation can be okay because a lot of drugs do have some sort of withdrawals, okay. uh, you know, when you stop. My personal experience wasn't like that. Mm. Um, so when I made it back from California and I was on paperwork, um, I thought that I was going to slide under the radar yeah, and, and totally. do my dirt here and there. Right. And I got caught. Uh, you know, I, I fell to UA at, at the probation, and they told me, they were like, look, you're, you're done. If you do this again, we're just going to send you back. You can oh, go back wow. to the streets out there. Yeah, totally. So at that point, it was like, look, do I want to get my life back together? Yeah, or yeah. am I going to just keep smoking? And so, yeah, it was cold turkey for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and being somebody who smoked as habitually as I did, it messed with a lot of things for gotcha. me. It gotcha. messed with my appetite, my sleep schedule, yeah. um, you know, the ability to handle stress and things right. like that. Totally, and, totally. And, and it was like that for probably about two and a half months after mm, I stopped. Like, I, gotcha. I, I would still struggle to go to sleep. I'd be laying there just staring at the yeah. ceiling until 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah. But. But then, you're, you know, you're in the music business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that exists in the music business, it right? Does. And so you got to go out and stuff like that. And you're in the music business, okay? Yeah. And so, you know, you, that exists in the music it business. It does. You know what I mean? And so you still got to go out. And, you know, people are using it around you. You know, like, like I, I've been out to the clubs. And I, I will say, like, I understand everybody does what they do recreationally. And I'm right. not judging nobody. Right. But I also, because I had a bad experience with, with things like cocaine and seeing how it affected people and right. how it affected my relationships with people, like, I don't fuck with it. Yeah. I, I don't even want to play around with the fact that you do it. I get it. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't that. I don't care to know that you're in the bathroom snorting coke at a quinceañera. <laughs> like, right. Because like, it bothers me. Right. right. Because, of the, because of the effect that I had. Like, I never used it. Yeah. But somebody that was dear to me used it. You yeah. know what I mean? And so now that. for me, it's like even the, the – the mention of somebody saying, "Oh yeah, I just I just snorted a line in the bathroom." Yeah, like, gr like it breaks my heart. Right. How, what is it for you, um, especially in your business because it exists it's, everywhere? It, sometimes it it can make me feel like I'm being left out okay. of of the crowd or, right. or what else is going on. Like I, I have a perfect example of this when you started when you started talking about this. It reminded me. Um, I opened up for Mike Jones over at the backyard one time, mm -hmm. 
and there were I think six or seven other artists on the opening uh, set there. And we all show up, you know, two, three hours before the sure. show. We're getting ready, getting yeah. merch set up and everything. And we finally all get it all lined up. And every artist that was on yeah. that show with me, oh, we're about to go to the back. We're going to smoke. Okay. Snyder, come on. You coming? And I was like, no. No. I'm not. Right. And I'm they're like, to perform rehab. What are you talking right, about? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, yeah. and so they're like, are you, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And so then I found myself like, man, I'm hanging out with the right. rap group, the, the culture that's sure, here. Sure, sure. But I'm not fully diving into everything that right, everybody right. else is. And so, yeah, it, it, it can make you feel like an outcast. Yeah, I got bit. you. Yeah. Yeah. Which has got to be daunting in itself. Well, it, it is. But yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll barter that with the fact that, you know, I, I do feel like I make a different style of music. Yeah. Yeah. And so that kind of like helps me with that understanding I as well. You. It's like, yeah, well, maybe I'm not doing what everybody else is doing, right. but I'm also not making the music that, that they're, they're doing making either. either. So you already stand that up. Right, yeah. right. Well, listen, Jay Snyder, I am so excited to get more into the music talk, okay? We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, and for, first of all, thank you for sharing that with it. And congratulations. Absolutely. Two, two years clean. Thank you. So congratulations you. to you. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to learn more about um, how his music is diverse from everybody else's what his inspirations are and um what's next in his relationship oh maybe? don't go there listen, yeah, listen, <laughs> we'll be right back more with jay snyder here on the public affairs stay tuned Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this exciting episode of The Public Affair. My very, very special guest, up-and-coming music artist, Jay Snyder. Now, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout-out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by Bandas Hauling Service with Julian and Anna Banda. That's right, they run dumb trailers. You fill it up, and they're going to haul it all away. They also do junk removals and tree brush removals and haul cars in and out of town. They're also offering roll-off dumpster services as well for when you guys have those big, giant parties, and you guys need a big dumpster or something like that, or maybe you got some work that you I got. Like yes, yeah, no, it's great. It's perfect. And you want to know what? The car breaks down. And you need a tow, he'll come get your ass too. Bet. Yeah, he's so reliable, 100% reliable. Make sure you guys save the number on the screen. You're going to absolutely need it. It's a Banda Telling Service. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Ociel Penguin Benitez with Fun Town RV. He is the best in RV sales. That's right. Penguin works overtime to make sure you and your family are situated and settled in an RV best suited for you. Listen, camping season's around the corner. You know, spring is around the corner. You guys want to go camping, summertime. Get you an RV with Ociel Penguin Benitez. That's right. He's selling toy haulers, travel trailers, fifth wheelers, and so much more. Se habla espanol también. Follow Penguins Cool RV Deals and Tips on Facebook. To Ociel Penguin Benitez, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, to my girl, Myra Lasadas, with Strike a Post Photography. That's right. A digital photo booth business perfect for parties, private events, corporate events, and so much more. It's fun. It's convenient. It's easy. Don't let your quinceanera, your wedding, your event, or anything go off and you guys will have no pictures, no nothing. Make sure you guys save the memories with Strike a Post Photography with Myra Lasadas. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Make sure you guys book with the number on the screen. Truly appreciate you, girl. All right, guys. We got more of my very very special guest mr jay snyder you know what i thought was cute like yesterday you you had asked me how long i was public speaking yeah yeah were you just enticed by by my 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 voice i was I, were, I was it's it's were it's, you falling in love with me a little bit and yeah, i was, sta were, okay. I was standing behind you too we have I was those raunchy like, pictures yeah, yeah we do well good maybe i'll share them as promotional photos you should yeah you those, should. or or we just keep them i don't know well, i don't i don't want to ruin your <laughs> i don't want to ruin your, your career That's you're not going to ruin my career I'm, sure? I'm very i'm very safe and sound in my sexuality i oh, will, that I will right? hold a man's leg all day long and do i'm fine you, with it do you, do you have guys that be in the dms i have had a few guys in the dms and how do you respond um um, Are you down? Like, no, I'm not down. The, 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 well, just no. You don't have to tell anybody. You're good. Yeah. Right, right, right. Not, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, <laughs> so, I find it flattering in, sure. in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, 
in, in in my experience, another man coming into my DMs yeah. means that he he thinks I'm an attractive person. Yeah. And and I find that very flattering. But to me, there is a line. And, okay, yeah. you know, so I, I'll, I'll be your, I'll be a friend. We can be cool. We can totally, go hang out totally. and do whatever. The gays just don't be caring. Right, right. Like, you should get on Grindr. I, I should, probably shouldn't. No, yeah, you shouldn't because it's like, <laughs> it's, 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 hey, hey, dick pic. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. we, we didn't even, get, I don't even know your name. Right. And then it's like, where's your dick pic? And I'm like, oh, I'll be ruined if I show it, right? Because then everybody knows the public affairs. Right. Like, I got his photo. Like, right. It's like, right. no way. Listen. Now, yeah. now in the comments under every oh episode you post. Could you imagine? Yeah. I'd be ruined. Well, no, I don't know. It might do wonders for the show. You never know. I mean, it might be a give or take. I would be embarrassed for my family. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's... Drake, it's Drake did it, Drake and, did and it. it was a great thing. Yeah, but for him. he's already an established music artist. Well, you're an established you, podcast. Oh uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> can I can I get like um? I, and I feel like we have to do this because uh, I feel like it's appropriate. Okay. Um, can we pay homage? Didn't you guys just lose a label mate? Yeah, you did. Yeah. We can did. we shout out Markeith? Uh, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace, Markeith. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to. Blaine, Reed, uh, everybody else that was involved with the Colin Music Empire. Uh, Markeith was a beautiful dude. Yeah. He, and, and that's inside and out. He was so talented. Yeah. So talented. Um, I I can say this. I had the privilege to get to know him on a very personal level. Sure. Um, get to know some of the things that make him tick mm -hmm. and the things he, he battles with. Um, and it was an honor. It was an honor to yeah, be yeah. able to be that close to him. I actually, you can't see it right now, uh -huh. um, but I, I have his chain. Oh, is that right? right okay. Um, during during our content shoots, we used to get together, you know, three or four times a week right. and, and shoot content for the weeks. Um, and we would always have change of clothes and jewelries and sure, things like sure. that. I didn't realize that he had uh, he had left his jewelry with me mm -hmm. until yesterday, actually, when I was getting ready for oh, okay. the empowerment conference. Oh. And um, I was going through my jewelry for the show, and I saw it, and I was like, man, I, I'm wearing this. So yeah. I, I've... I've got I've got a chain with my grandmother's ashes around around my neck. Okay, and then got I've you. got Markeith around you my got neck. Marquee, as well. Yes. So. Well, I'm very sorry for y'all's loss. Thank I know you. that because I you know I do follow like you know the the music thing that y'all are all doing, and I know that he was a part of the group that you guys got going on. Not yeah. the group, but like the label and all right, that. Right, right, so, absolutely. You know, I, I definitely just thought you know even for a second if we could just you know pay our respects to him. Absolutely. And I, I I'd never met him, so I don't know him, but uh, he he was yeah. amazing, man. He, yeah, he was. And and he was one of those people, you know, in in to back door and not give too much about his life. Yeah. But, you know, the conversation we were just talking about about those boundaries, right? Oh, okay. You don't cross those boundaries. Yeah. He was just such a good person. Yeah. Like for sure. there was never any any problems in that aspect. You know, as far as boundaries being crossed, he was just a good dude. Yeah. And well, well, my condolences to you guys and to the family. And you know, again, absolutely. A big shout out to Markeith, and you know, may you watch over us, please. Okay, so um, whew, thank you. I, don't, I didn't want to get too too deep there. Um, let's talk about your music. Okay. Okay. You describe it as alternative hip hop. I do, which I like because I, I never I never classified you as a rapper. Right. I right. never I never like you know you could sing you but the music is you know I feel like it's just more pop feel to it too. Absolutely. Oh, oh wait, can we please shout out to Avenue Rage? Your new <laughs> song with Avenue Rage is out right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Torn Heart, Broken, Defeated, featuring Avenue Rage is available everywhere. Yes. Got a full cinematic music video yes, dropped. You do. Uh, it was shot by Russell Clay over at Red Sea. TV, Love him. Love him. directed by him and yes. Blaine the Kid Henning. Yes. So, well, I think job. that I met Avenue Rage at Battle of the Bands. Yeah. Actually, yeah. And he was so fine. 
Uh, Russell, uh, Russell, the the, the, the main singer. singer? Yeah. Oh shit! First of all, what was I doing at Battle of the Bands? Right? Well, apparently, yeah. looking at the lead singer. Well, they they loved me, which I thought was great. <laughs> Shout out to the rock community because they really like embraced me. They really did. Yeah. But yeah, um, Avenue Rage. Comp- and I was open about this because I had um, Ignacio on the show, and he the, yeah. his band. Um, they actually won Battle of the Bands. Yeah. But everybody knew Avenue Rage was supposed to win. Right, right. <laughs> because they had the best crowd interaction. I yeah, remember absolutely. I, I was with Orlando Montalongo, who I was inviting on the show at the time. And um, I was like, do you fucking hear that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and he was just, oh, and he's so great. Then I didn't even try to slide in his DMs because his wife yeah, yeah. Is, is, she's just smoking. And <laughs> I know when I don't stand a chance. Right. You know what I mean? And so I'm not even going to try. I get it. You know, and, but yeah, he, and he's so great. I, I, um, I'd love for him to come on the show. Sometime. Yeah, and I, and I like that song. I like that when you guys did that song. I, yeah. I was actually I, I was extremely proud of the way that 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 whole single came out. So yeah. originally, "Torn Heart, Broken, Defeated" was not a collab song. Okay, um, that was uh, I I wrote that whole song out. Um, went in the studio with Kid, and sure. the minute we got it recorded, and Kid looked at me and he was like, "This has such like a like a Lincoln Parkish feel to right. it. Like, yeah, you need a rock band in this. You need okay. you need you, we need instruments, guitars, and drummers. Sure, sure. We we need screams. We need and so." Blaine reached out to uh, Avenue Rage yeah. and, and made that collab oh, happen. So great. And uh. and again, shout out to Avenue Rage because yes. that's the first song another artist or, or band or group uh-huh. has taken a mine and they learned it. Yeah. And so before like the song was even mastered and finished, sure, sure. they're back in the booth and they're singing the hook and they're doing the and, and so they're professionals great. extremely and, and you know yeah. that's why i you know appreciate about them as well you know yeah. what i mean or a lot of the music artists that i mean because i met some music artists that are not professional <laughs> <laughs> but, but avenue rage yeah they 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 again even when i just saw them at the 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 event that i hosted right. you know the battle of the band just, they were so sweet to me they were so yeah. nice you know what i mean he let me call him hot you know it, it was stuff <laughs> like that and, and you know and, and just major night you can tell that yeah <laughs> you can tell that they they really just knew what they were doing up there you know what i mean super right. professional so big shout out to them and you know i hope that y'all single is doing really well because i thought it was really good and, and shout out to um you know your producer too kid because yeah he he was trying to get me in the booth trying to do a song you should have i don't sing you should i don't sing i'll I, I do you a favor of uh, uh ask kid if i can sing no, but you wanna, you yeah. want to know what it is? With yeah. Like, yeah, because like, I, I would love to do like a, like an EP or something. You know what yeah, I mean? But yeah, yeah. I, like, I so like okay, we talked a little bit about this. Like, I'm a podcaster. Right. I'm an MC. Right. That's what I do. I don't play MC or podcaster. I'm not playing singer. I'm yeah. not playing musician. I don't know the first thing about music. I get that. Do you see what I'm saying? I, and I so, get that. so I'm not gonna just do it. You know what I mean? And then try to be solidified as that. Like, right, that, right, right. I love music. Yeah, I love absolutely. your music. I love Avenue Rage's music, and I love their lead singer. But, you know, <laughs> but like, I, I'm just like, I'm not an artist. You know right. what I mean? I and, and so, you know, that's just my thing. Anyway, okay. So listen, um, describe your genre though. So you say alternative hip hop, right? Right. So can you, how did you even get into that? Like when you started doing music, first of all, when did you start doing music? So I, I started yeah. I started making music uh, about five years ago. Okay. So I'll, I'll be 30 uh, March 2nd. So oh, I I'm see. coming up on my 30th birthday. Yes. Uh, my 25th birthday was when I made the decision that I was actually mm-hmm. going to try to be an artist. Be an artist. Okay. Um, so I spent about two and a half, three years uh, making, uh, for lack of better terms, very stereotypical rap music. Okay. Um, I was I was trying to prove myself to everybody. Yeah. And, thank God you didn't stay with that. Right. And, and, <laughs> oh, don't don't me- don't mess with Snyder because Snyder's a, a, a 
a tough guy or whatever, you know. And I was trying to mind my my, my mouth here. I wasn't trying to just cuss uh, all over no, you. No, you can curse. You can say fucking pussy. Bet. And, yeah, <laughs> okay, I bet, bet. Yeah, I can pull it all out of the arsenal. You can do all that, yeah. But um, <laughs> so I've been making music almost five years. Yeah. Um, wasn't until about two and a half years ago that I really stepped into that alternative hip hop genre. Okay. And um. At one point, I called it, you know, emotional hip-hop as well because I do make music that is extremely emotional. Like, sure. all of my emotion is in it. Yeah. I did actually catch flack from some people of, like, the emo goth community when I started broadcasting oh, myself that, right? that way. They were like, well, you don't... You you don't wear pale makeup and oh, eyeliner okay. and stuff. You can't you can't categorize. Yeah, but, like, how, how stereotypical? Right, right. Well, and that's... I, I kind of thought that, yeah. but, you know, we live in a world where you don't ruffle feathers if, mm. if you don't have to. So yeah, al- you have to learn to just shut up. Yeah, you, al- I told you about that. Yeah, <laughs> alternative hip hop. Learn to pick your battles yeah, yeah. and when. Absolutely. Yesterday wasn't the day. Well, I'm just saying, I had something going on yesterday. You did, you did. <laughs> but so al- alternative hip hop seemed to fit more because yeah. I-, I grew up on alternative rock, like Blink, sure. Blink 182, Nickelback, right? Creed. Who we all love and we right. all know. Yeah, right. And then mm-hmm. and then. I'm a big pop fan, um, and then obviously Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. Know, a lot of the, the OG rappers and stuff like that. Gotcha. So alternative hip-hop for me is a collaboration of all of those things. Okay, so gotcha. like that's all of my, you know, people that I like to take, yeah. you know, h- here and there from. Like and elements. Right, and absolutely. create your own thing. Absolutely. Who would you say are some of your biggest inspirations in music? Ooh. Um again i'm a huge eminem fan right. um but that's that's been since i was little is i've grown as an artist i'm actually a big fan of uh i don't know if you know who nf is yes uh, yes i do yeah yes i do N- yes nf uh-huh. i i love the fact that isn't he a christian rapper he's he's transitioned a little bit okay i think he can still categorize himself as a christian, but he rapper, a christian rapper but he was, he was a, a really rapper. like yes. die hard christian rapper right but he started making like his big blow up when he started talking about the fact that he battled with anxiety and depression mm, and see, his I substance see. abuse and what it did to his life and his own like mental illnesses and things yeah. like that. But he owned it and he owned it in a way that was like it had that that rough like sure. delivery that Eminem had. Right. Which is like, oh, I'm going to talk crap about everybody. Oh, I got you. I got you. But NF was talking crap about himself about it. himself. Okay. And and so like i I probably have every NF song ever made on, right? on on my playlist right now. Okay, I'm gotcha. a big fan of him. Um, definitely like Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually learned that Post Malone was not very well liked in high school. Okay, uh, was considered the weird guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he has just these like real catchy melodic hooks. Sure, and sure. He capitalized on it. He, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, Do you think that there's anybody local that you you would say that you know you might be inspired by? Cause you know the music scene here in Waco is just like, it's just te- it's, it's huge. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's, there's so many artists. And again, like I said, I had Jay Snyder on the show. So rappers come in the DMs, please. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna happen. You know what I mean? I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tell you this. Okay. Um, there, one guy that comes to mind that I could uh, congratulate the growth that I've seen in his music since I started making music would probably be Heath Nash. Oh, I met him. Heath Nash. So I met him. When, I like him. When mm-hmm. I met him, it yeah. was. He was making kind of similar music, like this real, I'm a rapper, look at me, I'm sure, hard, sure. or whatever. And, um, and and there's no disrespect intended to me saying no. what I'm saying. Um, but his last probably four or five tracks I've heard him drop, they're getting emotional. They're yeah. getting very personal. They are. And so I do, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for. I do I do look up to him yeah. for making that transition. I, I like he just released the song. I can't remember the name of it. Scars. I, I, Scars. I hate the music video. I'm not gonna lie, but the the song is amazing. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you. I'm, yeah. I, I've I've got my opinions on the music video too. The, I, uh, the, 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 I didn't like it. The, the I love Heath. The, Heath. Yeah, the yeah. Shout out to you because you know he found out he found my phone at the Waco Awards and I know he went through the pictures and he just Ooh. doesn't want to say it. yes. But, and and oh. you know I, and I might be inviting him on the show too because I do. He's so kind. Yeah. I, I met him at the Walmart parking lot or H E B parking lot, one of those two. Yeah. And he thought I was like Oprah Winfrey, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, but he's so you're kind. kind of you're kind of the Oprah Winfrey. Do you think so? Here. You you are. I hope. Hold, I, on. Hold on. Anything on my penis? I don't know. <laughs> Looking at Dang it. Dang, no. I thought I got a car or something. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I, I'm very critical. You know, I was on um, reviews and previews with Prescription. Who right, right, right. Yeah, I saw that. Shout out to the yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. I, and, you know, I, I was criticizing the music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I love the songs, but what are y'all doing with these videos? Yeah. Well, I actually yeah. think that's where you, uh, that, that was the first place I sent in it was, is Relapse. Was that Yes, yeah. you did. Yes, because uh, I gave you a shout out. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely yeah, because I, I, I watched that podcast. I watched it because, yeah. you know. Not not trying to you know throw dirt on the wound, but the winner of that was going to get a public affair, uh, you know interview. And the winner hasn't gotten an interview yet, and you did. So oh. how about shut up, all right? And My shout bad. out to DK two one zero. Can you hurry up and come on the goddamn show, please? He like he lives out of town now. Who's phenomenal, by the way. I think he's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. but no, yeah, I, I I'm. I am like I like a lot of your videos. You know what I mean? Like I love the one with you and Avenue Rage. You know what I mean? But yeah. I feel like I feel like. Oh God, how do I say this without getting in trouble? I know everybody's learning. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. And everybody's just trying, like, I, I, okay, I'll tell you this. I'm creating shorts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the YouTube channel. Absolutely. You guys stay tuned. And I told my producer, it doesn't need to be overly animated. I hate over animation. Right. I, I don't like it. I don't, because you know how to clip something in there doesn't mean it has to be in there. Agreed. Send it back. Okay. You know, I like simplicity. Yeah. And especially in my music videos. Like, I understand, like, maybe if you're creating something cinematic. Or, right. You know, you're creating something that, like, like, a piece. You know what I mean? Right. Like, theatrical. Well, and, 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 yeah. and, I, and I'll, I'll take that statement and I'll backdoor one more time because okay. I don't, I don't want the, I don't want the flack from ripping on somebody's music video. No. I, Nash's, yeah. Nash's last music video the idea behind the shoot uh -huh. and everything it had that simplistic feel right. it, it i think it was great i wasn't a fan of the execution okay gotcha. and, and, and so that's where i'm at but yeah. the, I, the ideology behind it is sure. perfect sure it, it, no it, I, again big shout out to heath and listen shout out to the person that made them i don't know who made the music video i don't even know like, that's what i'm saying don't even say so, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm not saying they're a bad music video maker. Well, I'm just saying I don't like that, that music one. video. Right, that but one. I'm sure they have other music videos that are fucking phenomenal. You right, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I'm a huge Shakira fan. Some of her music videos I can't fucking stand. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I love this song. Anyway, but before we get in trouble. And, and shout out to, you know, everybody doing their thing. You know, yeah. again, no shade. I'm critical. Yeah. That's why they don't let me judge shit. Because right. I tell you right. the truth. You right. know what I mean? That's absolutely. why I couldn't judge the, the, um, the, the, the battle of the bands. Right. Because when they chose the winner, I was like, over Avenue Rage, you're kidding me, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but we just gave it to Why? <laughs> yeah. Why do we do I'm that? that person. Like I'm that person. Like I, if I'm like when I was on the radio, if I sucked, they told me I sucked. Yeah, and I got yeah. better. You know, it's like you, know, you beg to be on the public fair. Anyway, okay. So, fair enough. <laughs> listen, okay. So you know, how would you say though? You know, you mentioned that you know you started off as kind of like the hardcore, you mm -hmm. know, whatever rapper. Uh, how would you say that your music has evolved sonically? You know, uh, in terms of where you are now, five years later. Mm. I just feel like. I feel like the music that I'm making now mm -hmm. holds so much more relatability and so much potential to actually help the people listening to it. Okay. As opposed to what it did in the beginning. Gotcha. 
in the beginning, I wasn't helping anybody. Like, people were, like, I don't even think you could really turn up to the music that I was yeah, making in the yeah. beginning. But now, like, I, I find myself, like, I'll, I'll open the DMs and I'll have a, a woman from across the country telling me that Relapse helped her through, you know, she almost had a, a breakdown and, sure. and relapsed into her own stuff. And gotcha. she listened to that song for however many Isn't times. Isn't that great? It is. Yeah. And I had a, uh, uh, I have a track called Why uh, that came out. Um, and Why is a very personal thing for me. I actually cover in that song the fact of going to jail at 17 uh, having an illegitimate baby and not mm. not knowing how to cope with that, and yeah. then being married and the marriage failing, and then having to deal with your kids. So like, I cover all kinds of topics sure, sure. in that. And I had a guy from out of state reach out, and he was like, "Did you actually live that, mm. or did you just, just write it? it yeah. Are you culture vulturing what yeah, you think sure. needs to be out there?" And I was like, "No, that that was my life story." Sure. And he proceeded to send me a book about how his life went exactly that same way. Yeah, yeah. And when he heard that song, like it made him feel like maybe he had a little bit of, of chance to still be successful sure. because it didn't identify him because he went through all that. Oh, wow. I you know, you. so it was. So all of your music is true. Very true. All of your music. And you write your music. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I got you. You know, you would be a really hot country singer. You ever think about that? I've kind of country artist like like what's his name um the guy who talks his lyrics what the fuck Sam Hunt Sam Sam Hunt, Hunt. yeah I, you're giving me Sam Hunt vibes okay like I would play you at Oakley's like. I'm 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 not against <laughs> making country music okay, I've okay. actually I've actually tried to have collaborative collaborative tracks with like female yeah. country artists and Holly Tucker was on the show uh I, Holly Tucker was yeah. actually somebody I talked to yeah. about a collaborative track and and shout out to Holly she's amazing yeah, she actually almost great. adopted my dog like oh did she really yeah yeah um but. I reached out to her and I was talking to her about kind of like the transition I was making in my music and, you know, how I'd love a chance to, to you know, try to work something yeah, with totally, her. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and full respect to what, she, what she's done with her music career, but she was like, I just don't know that my fan base would be mm -hmm. ready for a collab like that. And I was yeah, like, I get that. But, but I like when y'all, like, I, I love when artists that, you know what I mean, that don't. We shouldn't be together, and now. But but then you do. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Then it absolutely. creates something great. Like I love Leona Lewis. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean. I, I love her. You know what I mean. Bleeding love, and then she has a song with fucking Cassidy. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like Cassidy was at hotels with R. Kelly. You know what I mean. So I, like, I heard. I heard. And, and speaking of that, yeah. um, so in Super Bowl just happened, right? Yeah. And obviously they showed Taylor Swift. 20 times to yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah. But uh, uh, Ice Spice was right next to you know? Taylor Swift the whole yes. time. Well, I found out through uh, whatever little articles online or whatever. So Post Malone opened that show. Uh -huh. Taylor Swift's about to drop an album. The first song on the album is a Taylor Swift Post Malone track. Oh. And then there's a there's a talk about a Taylor Swift Ice Spice track. There needs to be. But so in, yeah. in, in, on, on the topic that you're talking about, which is sometimes these artists that are in completely different genres, right. they do come together and they make something crazy. And they crazy. make something amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so Holly Girl, um, listen to me. Before I delete your episode, do a song with Jay Snyder. I'm yes, <laughs> I'm not gonna delete your episode. He will. <laughs> no, that would be great. Listen, God, you know I've had the best time, honestly, I, and this is why I'm so happy that I waited to have you on the show because I just, you know, I knew that the timing was right. Now, um, I congratulate you again on all that you're accomplishing, and I hope that your music career goes far. Um, again, huge Thank shout you. out to you in the Waco Empowerment Conference yesterday. I'm so happy that you were highlighted in that aspect. Thank you. Um, what can we expect? next in in your music or do we have an album coming out are you working on new music or so i i have a i have a couple new tracks still stashed in the arsenal right now in the arsenal, um okay. uh we, in the vault yeah in the vault yeah, in the vault I, ironically you know it, we we touch base on my my situation with knowing my biological father the yeah. father who raised me and stuff like that the next song dropping is actually called my father's son oh cool and my father's son goes over all of that that was something totally that, totally that I, I really wanted to put out there um 
did kind of get into like a little a, a little groove of writing more love based music yeah. instead of it always being like sad boohoo sure, my sure. heart got broke music yeah. um so maybe a couple love songs coming got out you. um but probably right after that followed right back sure, into sure. heartbreak songs. is Jay Snyder <laughs> on the market right now Jay Snyder is on the market right he, now so he's single he is ladies you heard me gays he said no <laughs> he said no don't even try it all right yeah but you know yeah my my, my hispanic fan base will love a nice little white piece of meat like you my jay snowder loves the hispanic fan oh is that right yeah yeah. yeah we love us some chicken breasts yeah. You good? <laughs> uh, the, yeah the unseasoned sessions we'll yeah. call it that <laughs> well listen jay snyder thank you so much for coming on to the show oh, is there anything you. that you can leave us with? how can we stream your music how can we find you how can we follow you if, we, if we're interested so you can uh you can follow my music you can find my music on all digital streaming platforms so whether that's spotify apple music amazon music youtube um just don't illegally download my music from bad sources you know I'm is just that saying. still a thing yeah i don't know i, I bet that, people could still do that, is that still a thing? <laughs> i didn't know that you could still but do that. Oh, no okay. you, you can you can follow my music anywhere uh jay snyder on all uh, social media platforms as well uh yeah. jay snyder music on tiktok I, I try to stay pretty you're very active on tiktok try to stay pretty active, active and more yeah. active than i i need to be that active and i'm not and well, so, algorithmically i mean that's that's the way to push it i just want to go play tomb raider remastered that's all i want to do right i'm now. not mad at that you're a gamer <laughs> yeah I am. We're gaming. <laughs> well, listen, to J- well, listen, big shout out to you. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to come out in the public affair. And you know, when you have the album listening party, I better be invited. You will. All be. Right? I better be invited. But listen to everybody that tuned into this episode. Thank you guys again so much. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, make sure you guys go follow Jay Snyder, all his streaming platforms, all his social media platforms at Jay Snyder. Uh, make sure you guys stream his music, especially if you guys are dealing with something similar to what he's dealt with in his past. His music really, really touches you in that aspect. Absolutely. You know, for people that are going through a dark period in their time, for people that are, um, battling substance alcohol abuse anything of the sorts jay snyder's got you and it, i think the music is very inspiring and Thank that's you. why i really enjoy it and so you know i kept my word i invited you, you on the show you did so don't be talking no more shit <laughs> I'm all just right kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll remove i'll remove all the facebook Please posts do, yes. all right thank you guys again now before we go i definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of the public affair this episode is brought to us by elite barbershop with sid rodriguez located on hewitt drive you can call them on the screen now or download the squire app to book your appointment walk-ins are welcome as well he also has Marcus Grill, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Cliff Fletcher, Isai Rez, and Sam Seb. I also over there making like a snack as I have. I didn't get to do my hair today. I was I've been in a rush. It, it looks good. Though. It doesn't look good because Sam Ceballos cut it this time. It does look good. Sam Ceballos, I, yeah, he told me I was gonna get laid. Oh, and I did get laid after that. I can't wait to tell him. Yes. So big well, shout out to I did. I got to, you, I got laid. You just there. told him. Yeah, I did. Sam, I did. It worked. It worked. It worked. Thank you, Elite Barbershop, so much for sponsoring this episode of the Public Affair. Of course, the Jeffrey Monroe Hour Boyo Box and Audio Home for all your LED needs, auto accessories, installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and so much more your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof actually as of the recording of this episode his episode's out right now so make sure you guys go take a look at it it's out today to boil box and audio thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair and of course the j Pedal and poke with junior fuentes thomas roberts and the entire family providing delicious savory japanese grapes and poke bowls they also have handcrafted thai rolled ice cream for dessert that's right you can choose from a menu item or just create your own because you know i like to be in control you haven't been to j Pedal? i haven't I you haven't. live in hewitt right i do it's one in hewitt there's one on Hewitt Drive. I, I, I think I'm going to go right now. You're going to go I'm, right now. I, I think I'm going right yeah, now. You're absolutely going to go right now. Just get your own. Just create your own bowl. That sounded, create your that own bowl. Really it's like good. Subway, but it's healthy and it's fresh. I love it, especially after a good workout. And if you you know, if you know, just want to go to one closer, there's one on University Parks Drive as well. So make sure you guys order on the app. You can download the J-Pedal app. I'll send it to you. Or just go over there and create your own thing. Listen, J-Pedal and Poke, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to all of you guys, thank you again so much for tuning in. I've got more on the way. Thank you guys again so much for the love and support. And don't forget to always keep it between us. <laughs> That's it. Woof.
This has been a Rogue Media Network production.